0: Greetings, everyone. Welcome back to The Shakedown. Uh, good to be with you again. Good to have Sean Stewart with us again, uh, continuing uh, our conversation on surviving the mental chess game. We've talked about uh, contraband, how simple it can start. We talked about last time favors and how that can be a favor in uh, you do them a favor, or maybe it's a favor and you don't do something uh, because they don't want you to. But one of the things that that Sean mentioned last time that I wanted to dig in a little bit uh, more to, because especially when we talk about Making this a career, not just a job, we do as a stepping stone, short term, but making a career out of it. And you, and you mentioned Sean last time about taking it personal. Um, you think about how often we are influenced by words. Uh, you know, somebody says something, and and I have an emotional response to it. Now they may not have intended to you know cause that, but I have an emotional response to it, whether it's positive or negative, And our words are going to impact. Uh, those who hear it again, we may not realize what that connection is. So when we talk about, you know, we want, we want order, we want safety, we want compliance, we want calmness, we want care, custody, and control. Um, when we think about those things, how are we going to get there? I mean, the yeah. truth of the matter is it, we work a glorified bluff, right? There's a lot more of them than there are of us,
1: right? We're, we're really good at training hard skills,
0: Sure, right. Absolutely.
1: Use of fours. We're, we're really good at that, but we don't spend a lot of time um, training on soft skills. Right. You know, I, I like to use the term like become a correctional Jedi.
0: And, yes. And I'm not
1: a huge Star Wars fan, but I remember <laughs> that one back in the '70s when I was young. And and remember remember the term Jedi mind tricks. And, yes. You know, don't don't try and yes. Jedi mind. So. You know, from the movie, when I say correctional Jedi, a Jedi has the soft skills Right. he prefers to use the soft skills first. Sure. Sure. But he has the hard skills and he's trained on the hard skills and yeah. he has to use the hard skills, use of force. They'll use it. So and, and when you talk about that, then we talk about emotional intelligence. Right. Understanding yourself. Right. 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 Know these things like um, there, there's there's five there's five signs of, of low uh, emotional intelligence. And and you want to understand these five signs, obviously, because we're all human beings. There's buttons that can be pushed.
0: Absolutely. Right.
1: If you get stressed easily, you know, there's something <laughs> yes. you need to do because you, you're lacking somewhere in your um, emotional intelligence. Sure. You're an individual who struggles showing empathy.
0: Right. Mm, you close yourself off. You yeah. close
1: yourself off. Yeah. Um, you don't. You, you don't realize, you don't see somebody else's point of view sometimes. Sure. It, it's sure. my way or the highway. Right. You know, and that could be a supervisor. Let's face it. Everybody who works in corrections is a supervisor. Facts. If you're an officer, a line officer, you are supervising inmates. That's so correct. Everybody who works in the field of corrections is a supervisor. Um, if you're an individual who holds grudges, <laughs> right? Yeah, he is. Um, you, You're showing a, a sign of... Um, uh, low emotion, emotional intelligence big one for me was if you don't know your hot button issues so <laughs> yes yes if you know what your buttons are yes. and yes and and you're using your emotional intelligence or your emotional IQ and an inmate hits that button don't show it right <laughs> don't let the inmate know they push that button yes because if 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 you do, Guess where they're going next time. Absolutely. Right for that button. Yes. And, and if you're an individual who who like blames others every time something happens,
0: right. it's never my it's, fault.
1: It's never my fault. You know, you have low emotional intelligence. So know yourself. Right. But don't let the inmates. Yes. Know you either. Don't don't give them don't give them the ability to push those buttons. I don't care what an inmate says. Words can't hurt you. Right. Right. I don't care. Um, understand that emotional intelligence. Understand how to play those Jedi mind tricks with the inmates. Yes. If If you think about it, I, I'm, I'm, you're dealing with an inmate, and and it's it, it's going to possibly lead to a use of force scenario. Right. You're sitting there and, and you're, you're trying to um, use your interpersonal communication skills and talk to this inmate. You, you understand your emotional intelligence and, and you're trying to get him to comply. And it works. You, 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 you get it done. You, you've, you've solved the problem. Flip side of that coin. You're going there. You don't understand your emotional intelligence. You don't know how to use soft skills. You go you go right to your hard skills. Now, something that, that, that you easily handled in five minutes using your soft skills. Right. Whenever you use your hard skills, there's going to be a lot of work to follow. That's right. So you went to your hard skills, you did that, and, and now you got all these reports to write, uh-huh. you got all these other things. Yes. You, you, you're, 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 you may face litigation, you're going to have to deal with depositions. Right. Those hard skills take you down that path. Yes. And I'm not saying, it's, I mean, sometimes it has to happen. There's no way around it. Right. But you utilize those soft skills first, you know, you become a correctional Jedi, um, verbal judo, all these yes. things are out there and you use that stuff and, and your job just becomes much easier in the long run.
0: Absolutely.
1: And you know those hot button issues for you and you, you don't let the inmate see those hot button issues because you have emotional intelligence. And you're able to diffuse it. That's why most sheriffs across the country will tell you, and I've, I've been doing this for a long time, their best employees worked in the jail first. Yeah, yeah. Right? And and I don't know if I don't you know people draw the correlation between that. Why why do their best people work in the jail first? I don't know about you, but when I walk into the jail, nobody issued me a weapon. Uh, absolutely. Right. Right. So when you're in a housing unit and you're dealing with 36 to 70 to 60 inmates, whatever you got in your in your facility, you have to learn how to talk to people. <laughs> yes, yes. So you, you you really learn how to defuse situations, utilizing those soft skills, and, and 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 you know becoming a correctional Jedi and getting these people to do the things you want. Right. Because you didn't have really to the extent that a, that an officer does. The amount of tools sure. for your hard skills.
0: Sure. Yeah. So
1: it behooved you Yes. for officer yes. safety to learn how to use your mouth and your brain. Yes. Right? Yes. So when when this person then becomes a, 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 an officer on the street, they go to those soft skills. They're not too quick to... to
0: uh-huh.
1: To pull out that firearm or to to use force because they've used those, and that's what always made a, a corrections officer in my mind. And I agree with a lot of these sheriffs that say that that you know these guys, and and as a corrections professional, you drive me crazy because they kept hiring all my good staff. Right? That's exactly right. Yes. But yes, it makes perfect sense. And and you got to hone those soft skills. Don't don't let them push your buttons. Know what your buttons are. Yeah. But don't give them away. Yeah. Um. And, and just, just don't let the inmates, and I'll go back to the other thing, because I can say it time and time again, it's not personal. Right. Yes. The moment you start to take things personal or to hold a grudge against an inmate because you took it personal, sooner or later, that's going to cause you pain. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. So just use those soft skills. Understand yourself. And I used to tell people, don't let the inmate take your job. Right. 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 Don't, don't let the inmate take your job. Yeah. Because, you know, if if, if you're not using those soft skills, if you don't understand your emotional intelligence and, and an inmate's pushing those buttons, you're going to do something stupid. And the inmate gets the big win in the in, in the end run. Right. He took your job.
0: Yeah. 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 And talking about you know we're talking about you know surviving the mental chess game. It reminded me, um, and, and tying in tying it with what you were saying, when I worked at the uh, in education before I got involved in corrections, uh, we had a competition the high school students could compete in, and one of the events was chess. So I had this young man, uh, you know, he wanted to compete in chess. So he'd ask me, you know, "Mr. Dawson, you know, I need to practice chess. Can can you play me?" "Yeah, sure, no problem." bud. well, I figured out pretty quick. He loved his knights. I mean, that was those were he that was his piece. Those two pieces. If he was going to do it, it was going to be with those knights. So a couple times we'd play. I would just harass and chase his knights. His knights. I mean, there was really no strategy that I had other than I'm pursuing those knights, and I'd make moves that you know you could see he'd look at it, and it really didn't make sense to him because it wasn't logical. And you know he would okay, you're I don't know what you're doing. And in talking to him about it, he finally asked me about it. I told him, I said, look, I said, here's the deal. You demonstrated to me where you're, what was important to you. When I went after what was important to you.
1: I even, threw you off. That's right. And
0: even though I didn't have a strategy, I was in control of the game. And when you think about if I can react emotionally to what an inmate does, one, I've told him, that's important to me. Whatever it was, button he just pushed, that's important to me. And two, now he's in control of this whole scenario because I'm reacting in an emotional way instead of, instead of responding in a controlled manner.
1: And, and, and that's really important, too. You have to sometimes pause, sure. for lack of a better term. You're dealing with something. Time out. Take a tactical pause. Just, <laughs> yes. just pause. And contemplate am I am I acting in a rational way? Am I making a decision based on um, what I know, how things are going? Or am I making these decisions based on emotions? Sure. Bias. So make sure that you don't give those tools away, right? You want to dictate the game that's being played in the housing unit. Yes. You do not want the inmates to dictate how that mental chess game is being played.
0: Yes, absolutely. You know, I know you and I share a, an interest in basketball in the years that I've coached basketball.
1: Play your you, game.
0: That's right. I always tell my players, you know, we run, we always run a half-court press. That was my defense. I love a half-court press. And I didn't mind the other team knowing it was coming. I'd have my guys waiting at half-court on them. And, and I told them, I said, the reason we run a half-court press is they get a little comfortable coming up the floor. They get to throw the ball in. They're a little comfortable. They know we're waiting on them. And they that guard, regardless of how well he's trained, that guard, his first thought in his brain is they're running a trap. In that moment, he's playing my game. And if I can keep him focused on that, he's not going to pay attention. I can get away with some stuff because that one player is focused on what I'm doing rather than their strategy and what they're, uh-huh. what they're doing.
1: So let's, we can apply that to a correction setting. Don't become complacent, for one, because sure. complacency is, is, an, is another way where you stop to drop your guard. You know, you always have to be on a heightened sense of alert, of alert sure. when you're housing it. But so you are controlling your housing unit. You're controlling the speed of the game. You're right. every, yes. How do you do that? Well, you don't make your rounds the same way every time you hold your keys in your hand so they don't jingle when you walk. Right, yes. You know, all, it, all these simple things, but that's how you control that chess game that's being played in yes. your housing unit. Don't always start at room one and do your round. And, yes. You know, come in, start at room one this round, come back later, start at room 36. Right, yes. Next time, go right to 18 and then go <laughs> left and then come back and go right. Yes. Always keep them guessing because once you start creating patterns and once you now, – now you're playing – the game they want the game the way Absolutely. they want the game to be played. Absolutely, and and you know we say this, but and you constantly got to be thinking about this. How do I change it up? So you keep them always guessing. Mm-hmm. They don't get to keep you guessing. Right. And if you if you think of it as a mental chess game when you come to work, I'm going to control the speed and the tempo. Right. Of this mental chess game that I'm yes. playing. And another important aspect is learn your inmates. Absolutely. Know who these guys are. They're fishing you. They're getting information from you to learn how to push your buttons.
0: Never you should awesome. do the same thing. Yes, yes.
1: And I'm saying to, do, to push their buttons in a negative way. So let's say you have an inmate. If you have a disciplinary process and there's no teeth to the disciplinary process, there's nothing to it. An inmate don't care. So if you have an inmate and he keeps doing something, you tell him go lock down. He doesn't right. care about locking down. He don't care. But if you notice, that guy sure loves his commissary. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna send him to lockdown. What I'm gonna do is I'm saying you can't order commissary for a week. What? Right. And and again, you're keeping they now have to play your game, face your defense. Yes and play the game at your speed yep and you're constantly they're now constantly on the defense right instead of the offense and i hope we're making sense to you guys but but you constantly want and here's another hard part about corrections i'll use it for for uh, i'll use another sports analogy to explain this and i've testified in court using this analogy before our job is extremely difficult i i truly believe that that Corrections officers have one of the most difficult jobs in the criminal justice system or even out have have the most difficult job, one of the most difficult jobs in America. Why do I say that? What other career field is it that the individuals that you're in charge of keeping safe and taking care of do everything they can to undermine what you're trying to do to keep them safe? No (laughs) No other field than corrections. Right. So... You control your game. Unfortunately, we always have a much harder way to do this because the inmates have our playbook. Yeah. So I always, always say, um, you're on def- you're on you're on defense, and you have to prevent that team from scoring mm-hmm. a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Oh, but in, in, in the correction setting, to do that, you also have to give them your playbook and what play you're going to run.
0: <laughs> right, yes. Because,
1: you know, there are laws we have to follow. there right. There's policies and procedures. There's the inmate handbook. They know when you have to make a round. Right. They know. So the inmates have our playbook. Yeah. But we still have to stop them from scoring a touchdown. Right, yes. And I would say most of us do a really great job at that. Just understand that that dichotomy that's taking place every day, nothing yeah. Nothing is happening in that in that housing unit by chance. Right. Uh, Another example, every housing unit has its own personality. Sure. And when that personality has flipped on you, open your eyes and pay attention because something's happening. Yeah. You know, a noise level is usually at this buzz. And then all of a sudden, that that, that noise went away. Right. Pick your head up if you're right and start looking around because something's going on. Yeah. So, but... (coughs) I, I, I hate to put it in, in in a game analogy, but that's the best way to describe what has taken place. It, it, it's a mental chess game. The inmates are really good at playing it. We can become really good at playing it, but right. usually we have to learn. And, and we don't want to com- become complacent. We want to do our pat searches and, and be thorough on those pat searches and conduct them. The right way, and I don't care how much DMA complains about
0: right, yes. how,
1: how, how well you're searching them, do your room checks, check those rooms, look for contraband. As a matter of fact, when you're doing pat searches and you're doing room searches, who are you doing them for? You're not doing them for your sheriff. You're not doing them for Warden Dawson. Right. You're doing them for your safety and the officer who's going to come in and relieve you. Yeah. That yeah. is why you're doing those. And I'll, I'll, I'll go back to one of my biggest fears when I was a young officer was not that I would get hurt or I would do something that caused me a problem. Mm. My biggest fear was always that I would do something that, that got yeah. somebody else, else hurt. Yes, yes. So And I always looked at doing that like I'm doing this for the guy who's coming in to relieve me. Yeah. And I got to do it right because yeah. the guy. And then come back full circle. You control the game. You do not become complacent. You switch it up because they yeah. have your, your your rule book, and you're controlling it. And, and never, ever, ever give inmates personal information that they can use against you. And always look at something and ask yourself why and try and answer that question. Yeah. Yeah. And that will prevent you from getting in trouble.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, guys, we are at the end of a, another uh, episode. Again, hope that uh, some things to think about uh with this uh <laughs> you know you you think about this as a game as we've kind of referred to it over and over again uh but if you have an effective athlete they don't make it personal they focus on their job the task in front of them and that's what we've got to do uh we've got one more episode we want to do with do with uh Sean and wrapping up this this topic of surviving the mental chess game Again, got any questions, comments, shoot me an email, theshakedown at the jailtraining.org, and we'll get those answered for you. But until the next time, guys, stay sharp, stay safe, stay vigilant. Godspeed.